Yes, let's have the testimonies and give glory to God. Vivek. Hello. Yes, Pramila, go ahead. Okay. Uh, I would like to testify. You know, last month I was very ill. I was uh, detected of vertigo and high blood pressure. And uh, I was under medication and there was a ringing in my ear, which went out for nearly 15 to 20 days, day in and day out. And I was on medication as well. So many medication I had to take. And it went off for literally 20, 25 days. And through those medication, I always, uh, you know, uh, uh, what do you say? Proclaim the word of God. Like I'm the body of Christ, Satan, sickness, and disease. You have no power and place in me. By the stripes of Jesus, I'm completely healed. Yes. So as I'm taking the medication, I'm saying, Lord, this is your body and blood and I'm taking. But I didn't realize that a part of me depended on that medication so much that I had this thought in mind, you know, once this course is over, I'm going to be fine. But the course completed after 20 days. One day I felt better and... The next day, again, I was feeling the dizziness, uneasiness, cannot do my work. My productivity dropped to 50% to what work I was doing, running my business and my home. And it was very difficult for me to accept that, that I'm not able to do that much work. And I've been, you know, all my life in the marketing field. And for me, you know, when I'm seeing others marketing so much, I'm not able to gives that much input in my work to reach there was literally troubling me so much physically and mentally it I was not you know my body and my mind was not ready to accept that I'm not able to do because a person in that field is always ready you know even to take that extra load if he wants to be you know achieve what he wants to achieve because that is my personal uh, that is how I am you know, as a person, as then I realized that how long I'm going to be on medication. If I'm going to complain and say again, I'm going to feel dizzy and I'm still not okay, I will go again to another doctor and again I'm going to be put on medication. And those medications make you feel drowsy and sleepy. I said, no, I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to tell anyone at home how I feel. I'm just going to say the scriptures and believe in it. And I started saying it with faith this time because my medication was complete and I didn't want to go back. While I was quoting the scriptures day in and day out, I did what I had to do. So if I have to bend and pick up the thought, I would not allow the thought come that, you know, if you bend and pick up, you're again going to feel dizzy. So I just let go of that. I did what I had to do. If I had to bend, if I had to look down, if I had to turn right, left if I had to do the work though during when I was doing it I was feeling that dizziness I was feeling that uneasiness I was feeling that you know uh, oh my god this like I cannot cook I'm feeling dizzy but I did not uh, allow that physical ailment or that torture what I was going through to overcome my faith and I kept saying the scriptures and I, you know Psalm 91 the first four lines and the last four lines he says, uh, whoever goes to the Lord for safety, whoever remains on the protection of the Almighty can say, you are my defender, my protector, you are my God in whom I trust. And the last four lines, he says, when they call to me, I'll answer. When they're trouble, I'll be with them. I'll rescue, honor them, and reward them with long life. 
I said, I have to hold on to the scripture. And I kept saying it day in and day out. And I didn't realize when the ringing in my ear stopped, I didn't realize that the dizziness just went away. Now I go morning for mass. I go for my walk. When I walk, I always hear the word of God. I do that and I do all the work. What I couldn't do, I started doing that again without and I've realized that I'm so much fine now. So I've overcome Satan by the blood of the lamb and the word of my testimony. Amen. True, true, true. So nice, Pramila. Thank you so much for that because you're actually living God's word. I would say that there's so much of power in the scriptures that if you start confessing anyone, whoever was on the prayer group, whoever is listening to this testimony, if you confess the scriptures day after day, just starts confessing, you are confessing what God has spoken. So you're same as God. In fact, you are agreeing with God's word. Things change. They just change. You know, Vivek, first time, first time I fought an ailment with the word of God. First time. Because after I came in the word, when I joined the Brisbane prayer group, this was the first time I felt so ill. I, I mean, general cold cough is, it would just come and go. It would not bother me. But this was really, I was ill. And I really had to fight it. And I said, I'm in the word. Why I should be weak? Why should I be weak? When, why should I, when I was in medication, I would think like the course will complete, I'll get well. There was some part of me which wanted to believe that. Okay, I was not totally, you know, taking medicine is not wrong, but I had to depend 100% on the word of God and not the medic medication. And I heard Russell, Brother Russell's talk. When, yep. when he said that when a person is sick or is into an illness, the illness starts with the spirit first. Okay. Yes. And then it shows in the physical. Absolutely. And, and, right. I, and I've realized that I had not spent that. That was the realization that came not spent so much reading the Bible. I've not spent so much spending personal time in personal prayer. And yes. probably that is, was where it started because yes. I was so much into my business and work. I would get up in the morning early to go for mass at six because I wanted to come finish all my work and sit and read the Bible. But when that time came, it was just quickly read and go away. It never happened. Probably that was what I had to learn when I heard Brother Russell speaking. And when he said, your illness starts first with the spirit and then in the physical. So yes. that was my, that is what I immediately understood because of what I went through. Yes. Uh, Praise God, because that's the truth, actually. Everything is in the, every prayer is answered in the spirit realm, not in the physical realm. But to understand what you're speaking, you're speaking something that is not seen into the scene and God operates in faith. So you cannot please God without faith. So faith comes only through God's word. So it's all connected there. So when you speak a scripture and you believe that scripture, it is not your word, God's word. You just believe that word to turn things around. So as you said, Psalm 91 says that when they call upon me, I will answer them. When they are in trouble, I will be with them. With long life, will I save them and satisfy them and show unto them my salvation. Amen. And when you start say that he who dwells in the shelter of the Most High, he who rests under the shadow of the Almighty, I would say to the Lord, you alone are my refuge, you alone my God, in you alone I trust. So this is how you keep on, you know, blending that. Uh, but the most important, Pramila, is to make time for the word of God because that is where the power yeah. comes. Yes. Because I always share only one thing every Friday and all of you who are here, I only talk about one thing, relationship. 
it's all about a relationship with the holy spirit because he is the author he will guide you talk to you if you are not ready to listen to the voice if you are not getting the voice of the holy spirit we have to stop listening to ourselves and listen to what he is telling there's a lot of power when you listen to the holy spirit he guides us in every way so i would encourage you and that the strength of your relationship with the holy spirit is through the through god's word so it's very important and pramil i'll tell you one thing once the word of god is inside mm. you so deep your mass will be the most beautiful mass you'll ever hear i'm sure someone will vouch for me and put an amen the mass becomes so meaningful you are like as if you are with god in in the holy of holies when the mass is going on you know every prayer there is to the father through jesus and made with the holy spirit every prayer and this becomes so so lively you really are, are participating in the mass in the body and blood of jesus you really are so sanctified and blessed when you know this happens so yeah so thanks pramila for that wonderful testimony god bless you and and keep uh, keep keep using the scriptures and living a powerful life in christ yes thank you yes vivek uh, and now also i want to thank you for all the way through the holy spirit the way you taught because i never thought i would fight a battle like this through the word of god and when my medication and everything was complete and i was not depending on anything the word of god saved me so ideally when by taking the medication i had to that time also depend 100% on the word of god which i did not so that was a realization you. thanks pramila all glory to our lord jesus okay he is the one who does it thank you he only to be glorified thank you pramila thank you praise god praise god Praise the Lord, Brother Vivek. Yes, Newton. How are you, my dear? Oh, fine, all fine. <laughs> I don't have to catch you nowadays after running after the you know behind the Pepsi Cola. Brother, you know, as two times you had called me to give a testimony. Yeah. I have seen myself as disobedient to the Word and to you, and I said the first thing come obedience to the Word of God and to the and you anointed one to preach the Word. I said, no, Lord, I will not wait till Brother calls me. I will go and give the testimony. So I want to share with you, brother, something that I think last. Actually, I don't want to tell all this, but you know, I I I share my the word of God every month on the prayer group, and it was told last time to pray to to give the word, and all of us. It was just told in the night they called me, and I spent the whole night. The same thing happened this month also. They gave me a call and told me about ten o'clock in the morning night they have to give to give a word in the second morning, and they said, but one thing, brother. We don't want you to spend the whole night. You just give a short word. So I told that person. I said, "See, last time when I spent the whole night writing the word, uh, preparing, I didn't know when morning became also because I was so engrossed, so much excited that I felt so good. But I said, I told that person when I finished in the morning. I said, Lord, when I or you or anyone serves the Lord, the Lord blesses." and there is something going to happen good and i didn't know i said lord i know that you're going to bless me if not here when i come to you in heaven you're going to bless me but the lord showed me something my son always has starts creating a problem to go to school in the morning when he sleeps late in the night but after that i have seen him however late he sleeps in the night he gets up in the morning and goes to school 
and the second thing my mother is to have lot of cold and cough so many doctor medicines i gave her but there was no improvement at least there should be she is to cough and have lot of cold but after that i seen her there is no cough there is no cold total healing has come in her so i told lord i thank you for the time that we give for the lord the lord does something that we never expect things to happen and another thing this time when i spent the whole night and my my family was shouting at me they said what is wrong with you they told me go and have a shower in the evening i said no i am not going to have a shower first come jesus then come the rest i did everything in the morning i got i gave i shared the word and second day i had fever and i had a cold and i told my wife i want to go to the doctor in the night at 10 o'clock somehow some other work came in in my way and i couldn't go and i got up in the morning there was no cold there was no fever i was so strong it looks that i was not sick at all so i praise and thank god for this and i want to say when we give time for jesus and brother now it happened to me such have things happen any work i do in the house first i say i have to do i have to say give the i have to be with the lord and then i can i'll do my work and today in the morning when i play the guitar and i read and i sing the praise and worship it happened two days before my fingers were moving automatically and i was just saying the words i felt my body was not there over there i felt i mean somewhere i was in a place where i was you know in the air and i felt the presence of god was so strong so strong i felt beautiful today morning also i felt different there was some peace flowing within me in me and i was just asking lord where are you where what is happening and the holy spirit said i am here with you and the presence of god when it comes you just feel you're not in this world you're in another world with the lord and you feel i felt like i'm in the air just floating and resting and just relaxed i felt so this is my testimony to tell brother when we when the time when i give for jesus when the time i decided whatever come my way i told lord the job also what you are going to give me it's on the way coming but i want lord to serve you first and then go and do my work in the morning because i want to give my time to you lord i don't want to be that newton which was first hold on the bus counting children's counting money how much money will come how many children are coming how much business i'm doing i said no more that life now my life is changed with jesus amen thank amen. you father thank you jesus thank you thank you thank you jesus yes, thank, you for, yes, thank you thank you brother lord brothers christina here yeah christina thank you holy spirit for this blessed group and for the daily reflections and all the many wonderful miracles and especially for the morning tongues brother yes. russell's reflection on faith this week and how to minister to others help me to realize that it's more important to spread a teaching on faith that will renew the other one's mind and convict them to spend time with the word of god so that all their prayers for healing and deliverance and favor then follows automatically and thank you brother russell and thank you holy spirit and uh, there was a person asking for prayer for a family member with cancer who had high fever and another one who also had high fever due to a negative side effect from medication and for both i said a prayer to rebuke the fever 
Almighty God, we come to you in the name of your son, Jesus. And in his name, I rebuke all infection and its cause, bringing fever and pain. And just as Jesus rebuked the fig tree in Mark eleven fourteen, and it withered from the root, I cast it out into the lake of fire and of sulfur, never to return in Jesus' name. And I thank you, Holy Spirit, for your complete creative healing. Thank you, Jesus. This person is set free in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And to the one family I sent through a JCL in teaching to heal cancer, and I asked that the patient record his own voice and listen to it constantly, constantly declaring 1 Corinthians 12, 27, which is our very first declaration, which says, I am the body of Christ. Satan, sickness, sin, and disease has no power over me or place in me as I overcome evil with good. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 And that night they did say the fever came down, praise the Lord. And I'll be catching, uh, contacting them again this weekend. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And to the other person, as I know, she has a strong devotion to Mama Mary. I spoke to her about the faith of Mama Mary that Brother Russell mentioned in Luke 1.45. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her by the Lord which are the words of her cousin, of Mama Mary's cousin, St. Elizabeth. And um, I then said that Mama Mary surely also went through the three keys of believing and receiving in the spirit and having the manifestation of her faith, which was then the birth of Jesus. And I asked her to declare Luke 145 for herself as often as possible. And praise the Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit, this morning. She said, thank you, Jesus. I'm perfectly healthy. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, brother. God bless you, sister. Brother God bless you, and brother Russell. Thank you. God bless you, brother. Thank you. Yes, anyone else would like to share their testimony? Uh, Brother David, I'd uh, like to thank all. The, yeah, I confess yeah. all these that go out throughout our day, how it puts the, the, blood, the blood of Jesus over everyone and all, and all the hedge of, uh, hedge of protection all around us and all, our, and all other people. And, and I'd like to also um, look back, I think it was on uh, earlier on this week, um, Russell's uh, teaching in the morning about uh, it consists of the seven commandments and how this uh, stands, stands the test of time. This gives you many people to reflect what Christianity is all about. Like Matthew 22, uh, 22 35 says, then one of the one of them, which was a lawyer, asked them a question, asking a question, tempting him and saying, Master, which is the great, which is the great commandment of the law? And Jesus said unto, and Jesus said unto them, Thou shalt not, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, 
and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is that, that is that unto it, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. And on these two commandments hang all the, all the law and the prophets. Mark 10, 18, Mark 10, 18 says, and Jesus said unto them, unto him, why, why couldest you, why you uh, call me good? There is no other but one that is good. Thou, thou shalt know and that, that one that is good, that is God. Thou shalt know it's the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not, do not kill. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Defraud not. Defraud not. Honor thy father and thy mother. And 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 said unto he unto them, What manner of communications are are, are these that you have? that you have one to another, you walk and are sad. And Jesus answering, answering said unto them, have faith in God. Uh, so I thank, I thank the, the Ten Commandments for they are the, stands the test of time in this of, uh, the, 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 this command, this commandment is spiritual. So it is sort of like, it gives you a self check Yes, and, it, and yes, uh, it's a good standpoint in the fundamentals of everything. And I thank I thank all the Lord for that. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thanks, Ani. That. I thank and praise God for all the prayers that have been answered in my life and in my family. And I also put the hedge of protection of the precious blood of Jesus upon every member of this prayer group and their, their praying family. And for the people who have got unsaved loved ones, I pray in a special way, whether it's your spouse, your child, whether it's your parents, your friends, your best friends, or your work colleagues, that you become, you be guys to them and they come and you know, serve the Lord and accept Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior of their life. They can't be a better gift than giving Jesus to someone. And I pray that everyone is protected in this prayer group and all the prayer and intentions that are made in this prayer group are all answered today. And we lift up all the intentions, especially on the WhatsApp group that comes along, that they all are answered in the name of Jesus. Every word that leaves our mouth, Lord, is an answered prayer. Because your word says it, we speak your word, Lord. In Isaiah 55, 11, that every spoken word from our mouth will not return back until it is, fulfills the work for which it is sent. And we send the word out to be healing for those who are praying for healing, to be jobs for those who are jobless and praying for job, to finances for people who are having financial difficulties. We pray that that finance is there to bless them. Different opportunities open up. We pray for people with different kinds of relationship issues. 
that Lord, you be the, the, the very center of the relationship and bless that relationship to turn around. Even things that are dead, we speak life as in Ezekiel 37. We speak that very life that you told Ezekiel to blow the breath of the spirit in the dead bones to come alive. We speak that life into dead situations to come alive. And we see life turning around in every situation. Father God, I know every word that leaves my mouth is an answered prayer. And this is always the prayer that we make and we pray this way alone. Knowing that when we speak of God's word, the word that left our mouth has gone to do the work for which we sent it. And it will not come back to us till the work is complete in Jesus' name. We have no right to speak over and above the word that was spoken from our mouth because that is God's job to complete it. And he will complete it. That's what the word says. So we thank and praise you, Lord, for all the testimonies and all the wonderful things that are happening and for all the people who stand by the very word in Revelations 12, 11 that says, they overcame Satan by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they didn't love their life, including, including unto death. So the most important is to testify and give glory to God. There can't be a better thing to do than testifying. You seal your blessing forever with the testimony. Yes, so anyone Amen. would like to testify. Amen. Hallelujah, brother. Amen. Uh, I want to thank the Holy Spirit, Lord. Uh, as Alan was telling me, one of my family members was going through a dental uh, process. And uh, two times I just said, Are bapre, are bapre. And immediately the Holy Spirit you know, reminded me, how do I address my Abba Father? And we say, Our Father, hallowed be thy name. Abba Father, hallowed be thy name. So I repented for how I use my words. So thank you, Holy Spirit, Lord. And uh, the other day, uh, I, I was near the altar and I saw a whip in my right hand. And uh, of course, we are asked to love and bless and when, when I saw the whip, it was, uh, I, I just wanted to know what it is. Though I did not ask, it was at the back of my mind. And I felt the, the prompting that the whip was a tongue. That as I use the word of God, I must also use the tongue to, because it is, the word of God is a sword of the spirit. And I believe, I understand the tongue is the, the whip. Of course, the tongue is meant to worship and it's the tongue of the angels and all that. So it can also be a whip. So thank you, Lord, for the revelation. And if I'm wrong, brother, please uh, do correct me. Thank Amen. you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hello, may I speak? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, please just speak. give me a... Yeah. Yes, go ahead. Yes, uh, just a moment. Yeah, this is my testimony of uh, the 10th of uh, today. Um, what happened to me uh, in my house? One day when I yeah. stepped out to check my garden from the outside, I inadvertently took the wrong bunch of keys. I was now outside my house and could not get in. Every window is grilled with a 12 mm iron bar and I was totally locked out. I didn't know what to do. 
I didn't think too much of it as I only thought that I have to spend time with my friend till my hubby came home. So I went to a house and was resting. I almost fell asleep when I suddenly was woken up and I could clearly hear the Holy Spirit telling me, your hubby didn't take the car keys, so he has no house keys. Move while there's still light. He actually told me how to enter the house as I was really wondering what I should do. Should I call the carpenter or a grill cutter? I didn't know what to do. So when he detailed the plan out to me, I was shocked. I ran so fast back to my house and I called for some help. He actually told me how to enter. And in less than 20 minutes, I was back in my house. I didn't know what would have happened to me if I had waited for my hubby to come home and what we would have done in the dark of the night. As I look back, I was surprised to realize also I was very calm and did not panic as I knew. I praise and thank the Holy Spirit for his timely guidance and for saving me the trouble Thank you, Jesus. Praise thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Wow, wonderful testimony. Thank you. Thank you for that testimony. Yes. Thank you, tell Jesus. You how calm I was. And I, I'm sorry, I cannot tell you the details yes. because that is the way I enter my house. Wow. No, no, it's okay. <laughs> you don't need to share as long as you have testified yes. and given glory to God. That's, yeah, that's what. 12 mm, 12 mm, I have the bars are 12 mm, so thick. Nobody can, it'd be difficult to cut, even cut the. Uh, grill doors the windows Great it's part. a bungalow so it was like horrifying when i think yes. about it afterwards anyway praise the lord thank you lord for this wonderful testimony he's brought you in the house that is so nice yes let him and live in your house because he lives in our temple remember our, our bodies yes. are the temple of the holy spirit holy spirit yes thank you thank you so thank much you, Jesus. thank you vivek and the brisbane prayer group for teaching me so much Praise God. All glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, Russell, uh, there were certain announcements to make. Would you like to announce them? Yes, thanks. Just, just two quick announcements to everyone that is part of this prayer group. It's about our Friday evening Bible study sessions on the, so we will have one next week, but then the one subsequent to that falls on the 24th, which is Christmas Eve. And the one after will be on 31st again, which is New Year's Eve. So we will not have Bible study sessions on those two evenings. Please make a note. There will be no Bible study session on Friday, 24th of December and Friday 31st of December. And uh, a second announcement is uh, about our platform, the WhatsApp group, whereby we are limited to about 256 people only that can be accommodated on the Holy Spirit Brisbane prayer group on the WhatsApp group. And there are many others that are being left out that want to join in but cannot. So in the process, we've been looking for other apps that can accommodate this. And we have found an app called the Telegram app which can take up to 200,000 people for a group of our kind. So 
we have just started that and during the course of this coming week we will share links on the whatsapp group for people to migrate to the telegram app the whatsapp group will still remain open till the 31st of january so you have like a month and a half to join the telegram app but after that after the end of january we will be shutting down the whatsapp group and everyone will be all messages all information all teachings and all links will be shared onto and migrated onto the the telegram app so look out for that link in the whatsapp group and please click that link to join us on telegram thanks also uh, the praying in tongues russell that we on right ah uh, yes yeah the the praying in tongues however will be on so on the friday evening just to be clear uh, we probably would have the the rosary and divine mercy that will be in the afternoon at 3 o'clock so yeah. that is going ahead as planned as usual no changes there only bible study will be uh, cancelled for those two fridays and the praying in tongues will be on every single day there's there's no um, changes there so even on christmas eve christmas day new year's eve and new year's day all of those days uh, praying in tongues will be running as usual thanks yeah. praise god thank you jesus Yes, anyone else would like to testify and give glory to God. Someone who has never testified, can you stand up and testify? Looking forward to someone who would like to speak up for the first time. Hi, my name is Sylvia. Um, two weeks back, uh, I I had a I was just lying down and I was lying down something said to me get up I'm getting a heart attack I didn't know what's a heart attack and I I just got up and I was so breathless and I had the holy water next to me I had the holy water and the only words I was saying was lord I know I'm your anointed child and I'll have no fear for nothing will go wrong with me I was alone at home I was rubbing my heart and i called my husband and i just asked him to come home and i didn't say a word i didn't express any negative words i kept saying to my lord that i know god is in control and as we drove my husband is a non catholic so as we drove towards the hospital it was a weekend so it's very crowded lane and my husband was hearing a voice because i was not able to speak and i had just the holy water just praying to the holy spirit that take control and i was very calm and i was not opening a word of saying anything negative or fearful so i just my husband i was going to one particular lane and something was saying not this lane you have to rush to a second lane but he still was going to an other hospital and it kept telling him louder that he needs to rush me to a particular place and i had 99.99% blocks in my artery and uh, i was not able to say anything where to go and what to do i was only saying to myself satan you're finished because you have touched the anointed child of god i lead the rosary daily in the evenings and i prepare them and it was my rosary time and i was not at all into a fear i knew it was a heart attack but i was not telling anyone i didn't call my family i didn't call anyone to tell anything by the time he took the third lane the lane was absolutely clear just for my entrance and we reached 12 minutes just on time to make it 
as the doctor started putting the oxygen and uh, the medication under my tongue and to revive, the only thing they were saying, not to worry, you are in control, you have reached at the right time. And I told them, I kept saying, I'm not worried. My God is in control. Amen. And praise Amen. the Lord. I got stent in my heart at the right time. I'm back home, hale and hearty. And it was unbelievable. Everything was so beautifully smooth. God took complete control and there was no fear. All glory to God and that faith that I held on to. And the next day after this tent was put, my husband said something was telling him and I was telling him it was not something. It was the Holy Spirit who took charge of that situation to guide him where to land at the right time. All glory to God above Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. What a wonderful testimony, sister. Praise you, Really, Jesus. really, really, really touched. I, I, you know, and I, I'm so strong, hale and hearty. Um, I, there were a lot of prayer groups. Thank you for all the prayer warriors in my different groups who prayed for me. Uh, mm -hmm. There were a lot of people praying in tongues from different groups. I really thank the Holy Spirit for being with each one and for sowing the seed of love for me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Uh, brother, this is Jane here, brother. Yeah, Jane, go ahead. I want to thank the Holy Spirit for the last week for guiding me throughout and the the transformation that the Word of God has brought in the entire family, in each one of the family. That is, I can say it is impossible to live as we were living before. Uh, each day is a challenge as how to I fear, how do I react in each situation. So every day is a test for me. So whether I'm responding to the word of God or I'm reacting against the word of God. And so every day is a beautiful life. I want wow. to thank the I want to thank the group uh, for each session. Each session, as I uh, I one thing I'd like to think to tell brother, that is you usually say at the end of teach teaching, teaching, you used to say, please go back to teaching. And at that time it does not put much on that time but now as i'm going to the teaching three or four times each word tells me more each word speaking speaks more about it so i i can say if you the teaching if it's if it is gone if it is heard again and again it will benefit more yes and jane what i like about you is actually you listen to that whole teaching and you write it down i mean it is such an anointed thing. Even I would not be able to do that, Jane. So I really am. You're so blessed by the Holy Spirit. It's it's not by might or by power. I can only put, uh, speak Zechariah 4, 6 here. It's not by might or by power. It's by, your, by the Holy Spirit that you write everything down. And uh, it's so, so wonderful, you know, to see that. Uh, I, I, myself, uh, it's a, I myself will wonder the second time when I go through it, I myself will know how I, I wrote this further. The first, first time itself, three, four times right now. The second time when I go, uh, it, it is three, four times I hear the teachings again and again. And uh, it is uh, it is very useful, brother. You can see the in anointing each session. And myself, I myself will be amazed to see how I, I have written all this. And uh, it is, uh, I can I can say, I can ask everyone to, to not stop with hearing the Friday session at that time and go back again and hear the teaching. It will be more useful. Yes, thank you. We, thank can, you so uh, we, can, rec we can recall it. We can recall it. That is, uh, there are some key points which you give in each teaching. It's just uh, strikes in my mind. Faith is a fight. So each day, 
the my fight is how i am going to make detain that fight faith in me how i am going to deal with the faith so that words go on ringing at me it is as if you are speaking to me yes faith yes. is a risk actually more than a fight it's a risk you have to stand by god's word and stand on it and believe that it will work and the moment you speak it out you don't doubt you just allow it to do its job so that's the risk to take so yeah thanks thanks sister jane for your wonderful uh, you know you've been a blessing to our prayer group and to everybody i'm sure you're blessed by sister jane and all that she does for us uh, yeah god bless you i think for the first day itself when you connected i think on the phone i remember i prayed once with you yes brother yes gift, brother you got the gift of tongues that very moment thanks yes 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 that was a on that day you said you said you will be a testimony you said yep. you will come out with a testimony you said brother yeah and from okay. that time um, i uh, i uh, on one one session you prayed for the anointing and uh, i don't know whether i am correct if i am wrong if i am speaking wrong you can correct me i ask god i want the same anointing as brothers having i want the same but i i want the same anointing i always look out for the same anointing only so anointing i feel that is yes <laughs> yes, yes thank you lord thank, thank you for you. The, thank you brother thank you thank you sister Yes anyone else please would like to testify Praise Jesus praise Holy Spirit praise above father Thank you yeah, Jesus. Jesus for the faith that we we have as a group and I have faith that like a child and all answered prayers and I just wanted to thank for every breath that we take and thank you Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Anyone who's Holy Spirit is asking you to speak, please speak up because I know that definitely the Lord is telling me that he's speaking to through some people. I know you have wanting to speak but you're not speaking so i think just open just unmute and just speak don't worry about what you say the words will be put by the holy spirit even i don't prepare i just tell you the truth i just say holy spirit you just clothe me with your power that's it and let the power flow and it just flows as if i've worn a shirt or one you know that is how powerful the anointing is so just allow yourself to unmute and let the holy spirit do the job see how wonderful it is when you testify so just do it Thank you, Jesus. Vivek, Shanine here. I'd just like to thank the Lord just for the graces and blessings that he's given myself and my family this week, for the miracles he's worked in all the prayer group members. I'd like to praise and thank the Lord for the beautiful rain that he's watered his earth. And we praise and thank you, Lord, and the Holy Spirit for the gift of the rain that you are sending down from heaven upon this prayer group as we venture to a new platform we praise and thank you lord in expectation of the thousands of people 
that you are bringing to our prayer group to be able to live in the word of God. Thank you, Lord. All glory and praise to you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Anybody else? Go, we can start. Hallelujah, brother. One minute. I just want to share something so beautiful. I had gone to Down for a retreat and um, I had carried a pouch and uh, it was missing. And now I just... Uh, and I was not bothered about it. And uh, now the Holy Spirit just led me to go and dig into my bag for a book so that I can take down the notes. And I happened to get the pouch. Hallelujah. So thank you, Jesus, for all thank goods which are lost is being restored. Hallelujah. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> If you lose anything, always ask the Holy Spirit, say, I've lost this, please find it for me. Do this, just this much, only that much. Don't pray anything. I will tell you, you'll get a voice, he'll tell you where exactly it is. I'm, I'm telling you how he will tell you, if you're stuck in any situation, I'm stuck, Holy Spirit, in a situation, please get me out of this situation. I know you'll help me. And just listen to his voice. He will tell you steps to take to get out of that particular situation. I'm sure many of you must have experienced it. If you have, Put an amen and glorify the Holy Spirit who's working wonderfully in your own life. So I put an amen myself as well. Because in many situations when I'm stuck, I just call on the help of the Holy Spirit. I said, Holy Spirit, get me out of this situation. And I just, he, you know, everything just turns around. He is blessed. God has blessed us with such a wonderful partner, the Holy Spirit. That you can't even, it's size too deep for words. You see, you cannot even be able to thank God for the gift that we have. Look, the wonderful gift that we have is so beautiful that we have a partner with us who's going to be there with us all the days of our life. And he's going to be there in all the times together, good times, bad times, worst times, best times, all the times. But one thing I'll tell you is that your prayer life will definitely change. It can never be the same. The word of God will definitely be alive and active. Your sword of the spirit will be the word. You'll be fighting your situations with God's word. If you have reached that stage, you should glorify and thank God and say Amen. Because if you're using word of God as the scripture to fight your battles of life, and that's where you reach that level, the faith level, which the Holy Spirit wants us to use, is the word of God. So that is the sword of the spirit. You're using the word of God for your fight against any kinds of sickness, any kinds of, of prayer, or any kinds of requirements. You're using God's word. And holding, hold, hold fast to that word. Today we're going to learn a lot about hold fast to our confession. In fact, that's one of the steps of today's uh, teaching. So I think let's go straight into our teaching because there's a lot to cover. And uh, we are going to be doing two, two steps every time in the teaching. Uh, very beautiful teaching again. 
and it's going to really help us. So this is a six part series and we are going through the second part of the series. Why is this teaching going to help us? We make resolutions in the new year and none of us keep it, including me. But the main thing is we make resolutions in the physical realm saying, I will stop eating this much or I will go to the gym or I will run more on the health side, more on your studies side, more on the other side. Very few people realize that on the spiritual side also, you, it is that that controls everything. So let's understand very clearly how this works. Now in Hebrews, as we understood, the 12 steps or the resolutions we take will start with let us, okay? These statements are presented in the letter to the Hebrews as we discussed last time. The special purpose of this entire series that we are doing, the six-part series, is to equip us with an attitude and an outlook that will enable us to appropriate the fullness of God's provision and blessings in the year that lies ahead. Now, this is not just for the year that lies ahead, for the life that lies ahead of us. You can use this teaching not just for the year. It's not that 2022 starts, okay, it started, that's the end of the teaching. The whole idea is there's a life ahead of us. How do we make God a priority of our life? And how do we use the things that he has given us? Uh, the thing is, the word of God is so marvelous. It is like you entering, you know, you're entering into an orchard and you're, you want to have fruit and it's full of fruit trees and you can just go and eat any of the fruits of the fruit trees. And there is no limit, unlimited supply of food or requirement or, you know, everything that we need. So my question here is, if you realize how God has given us the Holy Spirit to do all this for us, truly you'll be blessed when you understand this. So this series, as I shared with you, we're going to look at two things. So much depends on two things. That is your attitude and your outlook as you move ahead into God, all that God has planned for us. See, all of us are on this earth. All of us who are listening to this teaching, God has a plan and purpose for each of us. You and I need to pray and say, Lord, let your will be done in our life. Let your plan and your purpose be revealed to us in our life. Because otherwise, if I ask a question, why are you here on this planet Earth? Is it a, a planet where I earn, I get married, I have children, I grow old and I die? That's it. Finish. But there, is there something more to it than just you know starting the day, ending the day, starting the day, ending the day? There is a purpose why God has created each one of us. And we're going to understand that in depth. So this series is based on the letter episode to the Hebrews. 12 times in these episodes, we are going to use the word letters. And that will make us a clear thing that the resolution that we make will start with letters. Now, remember the first step that we took, the first letters that we did was letters fear. This was from the book of Hebrews, chapter four, verse one. We did this last time just summing up what we did last time. It was a surprising first step, but I believe that to appropriate the uh, appropriate because of the spiritual condition of the Hebrew believers to whom it was addressed. You remember the Hebrew believers were too lazy and uh, you know though they were professing things, they were not taking the action. And it was very important that you know the word was let us fear. Let us not fall into the same problems that happened uh, through our forefathers in the land of Egypt where they kept on grumbling even though God saved them from the Egyptians. So 
let us here is ensure that we do not go into that attitude but go into the attitude of thanksgiving and praise to god the second step was let us therefore be diligent we understood this in hebrews 4:11 uh, the this is the right kind of fear which leads to the second resolution that is to be diligent now diligent at the opposite of diligence we learned was laziness which is a great sin and it is tolerated as a sin today if you ask a person which is more greater a person who's a drunkard or lazy person in the physical realm you'll say definitely a drunkard is you know a worse person but laziness is tolerated while drunkard in drunkenness is frowned upon but believe me one thing is clear in the bible it says laziness is a disaster if there is laziness everything would be taken away so today we go to our third step of of holding fast to our confession and it says the third step is let us hold fast our confession and so the letters of the hebrews is found again in the book of hebrews chapter 4 and we'll take our first scripture for the day that's hebrews 4:14 can you take me to hebrews 4:14 There's a lot of depth in the teaching, so please hold on to this teaching properly. Every teaching is in depth. So. Four fourteen. seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens jesus the son of god let us hold fast our profession okay in nasb do you have nasb it says confession say nas just like nas yeah Can you read it again? Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let's hold firmly to our confession. Okay, so we hold firmly to our confession. This is what the Word of God says. Okay, now let's understand this as we go into every teaching, we dissect and go in so that our faith level changes. because we don't take things as it is right from the top we go right down dissect it and make that word so powerful for us okay that it becomes powerful now we need to understand the word confession itself what do you mean by it so it's derived by the original greek word of the new testament which means to say the same as okay in the greek translation it is to say the same as so the basic meaning of confession means in a scriptural context if you understand this it means that we say the same as god says now i'm putting something very deep here we are saying the same as god says so god has spoken the word we are speaking the same word now when we say the same as god says what is really happening is that we make the word of our mouth agree with god's word this is what happens when we confess again i'll repeat the basic meaning of confession is we understood in the scriptural context it means that we say the same as god says that we make the word 
of our mouth agree with God's word. So it firstly says is that it means the word confession means it says it out boldly. We are not intimidated. Intimidated because here we say I confess boldly I am the body of Christ. Satan, sickness, sin, disease, anything that you want to add there, joblessness, fear, anything according to your situation has no power and place in me. And I make this confession in the name of Jesus. You are fighting the devil. You say it is written and then say, I'm the body of Christ. Or you could say, you know, the one who lives in me is more powerful than the one in the world. The one who lives in me is the Holy Spirit. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost live in me. The Most High God lives in me. The Most Low lives. And I command you to leave right now in the name of Jesus. I confess boldly, no weapon fashioned against me shall prosper. Every tongue that lies, rises up against me, I shall condemn. Now, if you know the faith of as a believer and you speak this out and believe in your heart, you are speaking and agreeing with God's word. And God says, my spoken word will complete the job for which you sent. So now you have to understand that, that when you agree with God's word, it is a done deal. There is nothing more that you can pray and say, please now, please. This is faith and this is how we move there. So when he says, hold fast to the confession, it was very clear that the reason why in Hebrews it says that, therefore, since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the son of God, let us hold firmly to our confession. So we should stand by on a rock with our confession and stand firm to it, holding on to it. Okay? We don't, don't move from it. That's why we say it boldly. The word confession has a considerable history in the church as well. There have been certain confessions or statements of faith we make. And many times it's taken boldness and courage to be part of those that, you know, uh, that take that stand. So he says, let's hold fast to our confession. The passage points are particularly to what we have just now read in this Hebrews 4.14, understanding. Many of us do not understand and lack a clear picture as to who Jesus is as a high priest. That's why it's so important to understand the scripture and understand the depth of it. So, so we lack a clarity of Jesus as a high priest. However, it's one of the most important ongoing ministries on our behalf that he is our representative in the presence of God the Father, standing good for us. He stands in the gap the way we pray that, Lord, I stand in the gap. We have a high priest who stands in the gap between God and us. So when we go up there, that's why when Shanin sings that hymn, you know, I enter the Holy of Holies, I enter through the blood of the Lamb. It is he, you enter through the blood of the Lamb. You're entering the Holy of Holies what does Jesus say? Yes, Vivek, I have bought him with my blood. He can walk in. Russell, I have bought him with my blood. He can walk in with my name, with the blood of the Lamb. So when you enter the Holy of Holies, you are entering that very realm of the Spirit where God is. And this is powerful because when you enter that realm of the Spirit, there is answered prayer there. As someone said, and it's very clear in our teachings as well, Everything starts in the spirit and it only shows up in the physical realm. 
if you understand this one line and one truth your prayer life will change or your pattern of understanding everything will change god is spirit we are spirit the devil is a spirit and we can only get our prayers answered in the spirit realm the only way to connect between god and man is through prayer and jesus that's why when you pray to the father it is always done in the name of jesus because you can't enter the holy of holies without jesus he was the one who played that role okay we'll understand grace as well as we go through this teaching so it's it's a wonderful teaching today praise god so it's very important that we understand uh, that jesus is that high priest that represents us on behalf and he allows us to enter there so standing uh, on our behalf so every time we make the right confession speaking out a positive declaration with the mouth jesus has obligated himself to ensure that our confession is made good in our experience so whenever we stand up and say so let's take mark 11:24 i'm just saying suppose we take that scripture and we hold on to that scripture and we start confessing it okay believe that you have received and it shall be yours and you hold that desire in your heart and believe that whatever you pray is an answered prayer now you started moving from the realm of the flesh into the realm of the spirit because you are believing that the scripture that is spoken is god's word himself and i am agreeing with it so it here if i hold this scripture and holding fast to the scripture and say <clears throat> here asli you can read it therefore i say to you all things for which you pray and ask believe that you have received them and they will be granted to you now does this rasul i'm asking you a question the word here clearly says and they will be granted to you should be it's straight forward right doesn't it yes, clearly it say that it's if you ask you receive correct yes you seek you find you knock the door is open okay if you go to mark matthew 7:7 it is very clear it's straight forward ask receive seek find knock door open so it's very important for us to understand that the word of god we just hold on to it and as he says here therefore i say to you what things you ask for when you pray believe that you receive them and you have them okay the condition below that is 25 that if you have anyone that you have to forgive that you need to forgive because if you do not forgive the father will not forgive your trespasses so forgiveness is a condition in this scripture that if you meet the condition 25 the 24 is an answer prayer so imagine if you are making this prayer and you're holding fast to it and you you're finished your word you you're done verse 25 which is the condition then your 24 is answered if you go one verse before that 23 and he says for assuredly yeah. for yeah, assuredly i say to you whoever says to this mountain be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart but believes that those things he says will be done he will have whatever he says now one point here russell is very important and critical the word says is the confession 
okay whoever yes. says to the mountain it's not saying pray to this mountain so the difference we including me was always when you have a problem i pray to that you know and i said can you please help me to come out of this problem as the word of god is saying you say to the problem and you decide you say to it and the word of god will just you know work actively with whatever you speak he says be removed and cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart but believes what those things that he says will be done he will have what he says now this is as simple as it is so we have to just hold on to our confession now my point is to go deeper with scripture and understand why we hold fast to our confession take me to hebrews chapter 3 verse 1 now and go to nasb again is it verse 1 yeah yeah therefore holy brethren partakers of a heavenly calling consider jesus the apostle and high priest of our confession okay if you look at the last five words tells us that our confession enlists jesus as our high priest yes okay jesus is the high priest of our confession okay but the opposite also unfortunately is true is that if you do not have any confession or no confession that also is true we have no confession we have no high priest so when we have confession jesus becomes the apostle and the high priest of our confession imagine jesus christ is the word himself the spoken word that leaves your mouth is just jesus himself he takes that word and goes into the holy of holies and says this is the confession it's an answered prayer he stands as the high priest of our confession and stands right in the father and says yes i justify him so you the rem that we understand and once we go deeper into understanding this is that when we hold fast to our confession things start changing in our life <clears throat> i can ask russell it's a russell how is the word of god transformed your life is it powerful it is definitely very powerful okay now when you say very powerful my point is unless and until you take that word and chew on it and meditate on it and allow it just like a cow you know keeps on chewing the cud and keeps on chewing it till that word becomes part of you you know it becomes part of you that's when that word when it's spoken now is so much a believing word that goes out of your mouth now when you speak that word it has power because you only know it is god who spoke that word and i'm agreeing with my mouth and my mouth becomes god's very spoken word so when i speak that word from my mouth over someone's life would that change take place yes because that is when we have now started to believe that we have received when that word becomes part of us so when the word becomes flesh and dwells in us that's john 1:14 there is power that is transmitted out of that word because jesus is a high priest of our confession please understand how powerful this is you are not just releasing a word the word by when it's released 
there is someone who takes that as that word and that word is acknowledged as part of our confession to the father because that's where jesus stands as a high priest of our confession i go deeper to explain this so that you understand now if there is no confession we have no high priest okay not that jesus has ceased to be our high priest but we have not given him the opportunity to minister as a high priest so one thing very clear is and tonight's teaching teaches us that do not just make prayers in your mind speak and make a bold confession speak and make a bold confession levels of faith changes when we start speaking god's word and believing that word to be true because it is his word and it will come to pass your word lord is alive and active and i know when i speak it out it's an answer prayer whenever i pray i'll share one thing with you whenever i pray i always say lord the words that have left my mouth is an answer prayer and i know thank you lord that it's already answered because every word that i speak from my mouth is an answer prayer thank you for answering my prayer now i make this prayer with people okay i prayed with different types of people i'm okay, i'm praying with people who some on jobs some are praying for different needs okay we are not here to say that it's all glory to god but my understanding is that if we hold on hold fast to the words that we speak okay we are taking a matthew 18 19 agreement and we are making a prayer things have to change how can it be possible that i am making a prayer and there's nothing happening it means there's something that i'm i'm not spoken that word without with any conviction in my heart i didn't realize the power of the word tonight i want to share that jesus christ himself is the high priest of our confession how powerful is this put an amen there if you understand what i'm talking it means he himself is that word who goes to the father to the eternal father and said this is the confession of brother russell or brother vivek heaven has acknowledged it it's answered at that spot on that spot itself it is answered now it just shows up and we hold on hold fast to our confession because it will come in and it will be answered it's already an answer to this the question is very simple if we understand if you place an order for buying something say you want to buy a laptop and you pay it with your credit card and you paid it what would you get russell normally you get a confirmation right yes we do you get an email saying that okay order acknowledged we have received payment the delivery is scheduled to happen okay it's on the way are you getting me yes now there are different payment options there is that clear yeah either you can say express courier or express post where the delivery takes place immediate okay let's understand it that way there's there is uh, you know there is postage that is speed post which will take maybe 4 or 5 days yeah and there is ordinary post which will take you know maybe more 15 days or 20 days yeah. but the fact is that delivery is on the way is that clear yes it depends on our receptor as to how fast we want the delivery accordingly we hold fast to our confession is this clear rasan yes yeah so when you want to hold fast to your confession you say thank you lord it is already answered thank you i can see it i can visualize it i can see it you are in that express express post okay because now you're putting a vision there and thanking god and i've seen people who pray with visions are always 100% 100% answered prayers not a single person i have heard of who has not got what he has prayed for if he has held fast to his vision and seen it 
because the lord speaks to you in dreams and visions as well and i know when you speak with a vision the realm of the spirit changes from the physical to the it goes take straight into the spirit realm now when you realize that jesus christ itself is the high priest of our confession things will change now because the word that you leave is with the lord himself he holds on to our confession and stands up in that holy realm think of it the father of god will say who's this i mean he says i have bought russell with the blood of jesus he's bought he's saved he's bought and his this is his confession he says okay prayer answered finished it's done now it depends on russell how he holds fast to that confession because once he holds fast to his confession that answered prayer is already on its way is this clear yes it is so if you make the right confession in faith with our mouth according to scripture then jesus has eternally again i'll word use the word jesus has eternally obligated himself to see that we will never be put to shame amen amen okay again i'll repeat if we make the right profession in faith now when i say profession the confession that we make in faith okay with our mouths okay again the question is when you say brother can i confess it in our mind also i said confess it with a bold declaration or a mouth a statement that you make with declaration with total belief okay now when you when you say that with total conviction and belief things start shifting in the spirit realm because the name of jesus is attached there there is power in that statement and here as we understand today he is the high priest of our own confession he holds fast to it so when we hold fast to our confession what happens is if the high priest of our confession that is if we make the profession in faith with our mouths according to scripture then jesus has eternally obligated himself to see that we will never be put to shame it means that our prayer will always and always be answered we will never be put to shame okay that we will always come into the experience of what we confess and we'll always see it happen but if we do and say the right things then we silence the lips of a high priest we give him nothing to say on our behalf if we do not make a confession there is nothing for the high priest of our confession that is jesus himself to speak on our behalf if we silence our mouths so here it's very important that we understand that every time we confess we have to confess boldly and make that total confirmation when we speak it out we know that things have shifted <clears throat> many times we make prayers and i've prayed with so many people and russell you'd agree with me that when we pray don't we see manifestation yes we do in fact when i pray with russell there are sparks flying here and there you agree on yeah okay i mean for people who are you know come for our friday in the church there's a, such a powerful anointing all the time it is the holy spirit is so real uh, <clears throat> i'm just trying to share with you there is power in your spoken word so please remember this we are going deeper and we'll understand this a wonderful teaching for tonight for all of us now as we say jesus is also called a advocate the word advocate is similar to the modern word attorney okay that's the attorney Jesus is a legal expert who is there to plead our case in heaven and he never has never lost a single case okay but if we fail to make the right confession he has no case to plead so that the case goes against us by default 
So it's very important that we understand here that Jesus is the legal expert. He's the one who takes our word and he will plead our cause and get that case answered. And it'll always be a win. Now, if you confess, you can see how important the confession is. And therefore, if it's so important, we have to give heed to this third step of the Hebrews that says, let us hold fast our confession that we started with. The principle of right confession says, saying the right thing with our mouth. Okay, very, very, very important. It has a very important place in the gospel and in our experience of salvation. In fact, there is no salvation without the right confession. We have this very, very clear, and we use this is in the, Paul says that in Romans 10, where he explains clearly uh, in the New Testament what is required for our confession. And if we change our prayer life to this pattern, which Paul has given us, there'll be a mighty blessing. Take me to uh, Romans chapter 10, verse 8 and 9. This is a life-changing scripture for me because it teaches me exactly how I should make a confession. Please hold on to this uh, scripture. Yeah, take it me NASB, please. It's NAS is right in front of you. Yeah. This is a life-changing scripture. Eight and nine. But what does it say? The word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith, which we are preaching. That if you confess with your mouth, Jesus as Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Amen. 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 Okay. So this, this is one of the most powerful words that this changed my entire understanding of the word of God itself. That if you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. There's no question. You will be saved. That's what it says. Okay. The basis for salvation is the word. Let's understand this. The basis for salvation is the word. It must be appropriated by faith. Because you cannot speak the word not believing that the word has any power. In fact, God says he is the high priest. Jesus is the high priest. Think of it. You have an advocate taking the word there and fighting that battle on your behalf or fighting the case. And he has never lost a single case. All he requires is a spoken word with what he has spoken and in faith, believing in your heart that that word has already done what it has been sent to do. And that's why he always says that your faith has healed you. Does it ever say... Russell, in any of the places, your prayer has healed you? No. What does he say? In every instance, he has always said, your faith has healed you. Every morning you teach us, correct? And today yes. you're teaching on faith itself. Everywhere in the Bible, Jesus says, what does he say? Does he say, I have healed you? No. What does he say? Your faith has healed you. So, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, if the word of God itself, Jesus, our high priest, Jesus, our Lord, our Savior, the very name that has saved us says, your faith has healed you. It means he has given us the tools. He has given us the word. And he says, you speak it out of your mouth. And then it comes in my realm. I hold fast to it. Hold fast to your confession. I will fight that case on your behalf and you win. Just remember to speak and hold fast. The thing that changes here is when the case is coming to a conclusion and you are winning, 
the devil knows at that point he wants to ensure that you break your word you agree or not us we have seen this happen all the time yes okay especially when a prayer is getting answered you'll be put under all your torture you'll be put under all kinds of tests at that point of time but if you still hold fast to your faith just like that sister who was in the heart attack said you know satan you are destroyed in the name of jesus she knew very clearly that the lord was with her whatever happens the lord is in control things happened because the lord was in control and she knew that my point is if we can appropriate this in our daily life think how powerful our lives are. just think how powerful our lives will be if we understand that jesus itself is our high priest he stands there with the word and he goes to the father and says rasul has said this okay if he has said this let that's answered finished the prayer is answered now it's already on its way from the heavenly realm into the physical realm the question is are we having the patience to wait and hold fast to our confession even if the devil shows us something else do we still believe our prayer is answered you agree us it's as much as that what the lord yeah. is teaching yeah this is what romans 8 uh, 10 8 and 9 teaches us okay but if so the basis of salvation is the word it must be appropriated by faith there are two actions we have to take and this is critical in faith this is the basis of your faith this has changed my life actually the first one is the first action we have to take is we have to take one is with the heart and one is with the mouth okay we have to believe with the heart so believing happens with the heart but we have to confess or say it aloud with the mouth that's why we have to understand when we have faith we use romans 10 10 okay can you take to verse 10 please for with the heart a person believes resulting in righteousness and with the mouth he confesses resulting in salvation so let us put it like this and say no confession no salvation is that clear yes that's clear so it is good to believe in your heart but that is not sufficient you are you not only have to believe in your heart you must also have to say it boldly with your mouth making the word of your mouth agree with the word of god there are some persons who say or some people who preach uh, i mean who confess the i confess boldly and i i believe that's the anointing when they say i confess boldly and they speak and the moment they confess the spoken word that word has changed in the realm immediately it has gone into the spirit realm and that a prayer has been an answered prayer i mean the question is whatever they have asked for requires two steps one is believing in your heart and one is a spoken bold confession so yes no confession no salvation that is so clear okay so you have to believe in your heart and you must also say it boldly with your mouth making the word of your mouth agree with the word of god okay that is important making your word of the mouth agree with the word of god our initial confession relates us to jesus as high priest but his ongoing ministries on our behalf as high priest depends on our ongoing confession do we continue confessing or we just stand up and say okay we confess once is that enough or we keep on holding fast to our confession and not changing it because we have spoken this confession and we will receive it my point here is the holy spirit tells me now as i talk is that if i have paid for it okay will i say i have paid say a particular amount say 1000 dollars for a laptop whatever 
if if we have got a proof that we have paid for it can the owner of the company then say oh you are not paid for it russell no he we can stand up and say look this is a receipt i have got yeah. i have paid for it this is my receipt this says that and the receipt says $1000 on this i have paid and it shows that i am going to receive it you have to give it to me is that clear yes why does jesus say persevere in your prayer why he says about the old woman who goes to the judge the just uh, i mean the unjust judge and keeps on telling him continuously going there till he is fed up and he says this lady will not leave me i better you know give the case in her favor perseverance in prayer is holding fast to your confession and saying this is what i spoke this is what i get you know one thing i share with you and russell i'm sure you understand this the whole spirit realm you know is a system of god if you speak a scripture and the scripture says this is what it will do god does not get involved because his word has already said it he does not come and say okay i will change it um let me just see if you have understood the truth and you speak it out of your mouth and believe in your heart there are only two things you have to do believe in your heart and speak the spoken word of god from your mouth then will the lord change and say no 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 i can't give it i have told you this but i can't give it to you will that happen no it won't why because you have understood the system the system says that if you ask you receive but if you understood that and many times jesus says you have never asked and how will you receive what he meant by that is that you have not understood the system itself i don't get involved the word has already been spoken it is not going to be spoken again if you take that same word and speak it out in a situation that word will go and produce the fruit for which you sent it to do and it will come back only returning after you send it to complete that task so if you hold on to your confession and say yes if you fight in the in the physical realm you say hey i've got a receipt the receipt says $1000 paid the receipt says i'm going to get my laptop in so and so day i need to get it is that clear yes it's clear if you go to harvey norman or any other store and say i paid this money i need to get my computer they will say okay show me your receipt he says here my receipt he said okay sir you will get your computer the same in the heavenly realms if you hold on to your scripture hold on to your confession that confession will come to pass i i'm sure after today's session if you try this out in your prayer life and start speaking boldly over situations you will start seeing a big change in your life people in business start speaking life into their business speaking people in dead situations or like a marriage breakup or some situation try it out um, you know there's a wonderful you try to meditate on ezekiel 37 very powerful i use this a lot in dead situations use ezekiel 37 because the lord says ezekiel he gives him a vision to speak life into dead bones i remember when we did that teaching there were so many miracles and so many um russell if you remember there were so many answered prayers during that session um when people were praying you know for different things because they start appropriating the word of god according to what it was written yeah. again john 11 is a very powerful prayer i always say jesus father you always hear me you hear me and you always hear me start with that prayer the same way and the same words jesus used start seeing change in your life the boldness comes from the holy spirit i'll tell you one thing when you're bold in your prayer you know definitely the holy spirit has taken over and the level of faith changes because now you believe that god if he has said it he'll do it he's not a liar 
If he says it, he does it. So this is what today's teaching says that we very clearly remember no confession, no salvation. Okay. And if you do not, the thing is two things. One, you believe in your heart and the word has to be spoken from our mouth. <clears throat> you see, the whole Bible shows us that our words determine our destiny. The word of God, everything shows us that our words determine our destiny. So it's very important. We know Proverbs 18.21. Can you just take it again? Proverbs 18.21. I hope you're enjoying this teaching. Life-changing if you understand. And if you, if you stick by what we're understanding today and start applying this in your daily life, think of how powerful it is. If we can fight and say, hey, we paid this and we are going to get back what we paid for. Okay, this is paid for. I have a receipt and you know you're going to get it. Imagine if you stand up with that same teaching and same hold up to the Lord, your word says it. I have paid. What is faith? Faith is a currency that heaven acknowledges. You hold on to this currency. I have paid this very currency and heaven has to take that currency because the scripture says it. I, held, I hold fast to that confession. Things change in the realm. God the Father says, wow, that's the kind of faith I want from Russell or from anyone or from any person here in the prayer group. This is the Brisbane prayer group praying. All this is possible and the Holy Spirit makes it come alive. Faith is a currency. When you speak with that scripture and that you know and say this is what your word says it happens because you have understood the system you have understood the system god does not get involved it's a system you pay something automatically you know in australia we have machines that you know you put the you know put the money inside you wash the clothes the clothes gets washed correct you go to a laundromat and you want to wash clothes you just put the clothes in put the powder you decide how many hours you want or how many minutes you want the machine to work accordingly you put the change in and does it go on its own? Yeah. It goes on its own. If you want to drying or you want to, you know, get it, uh, you know, blow dried or cleaned or you want to dryer, then you go in the dryer, put the amount of change, automatically it runs and it gets done. Correct? Yes. A system has to be understood. When you speak the word of God and understand the system, there is power in that word. Heaven acknowledges it because you don't even have to get involved. You just hold fast and say, I have said this, Lord. It is done because your word says it. I will not agree to anything else. Your word says it and it is done. That's why Jesus says, persevere in prayer. He gives us a lot of examples. there, And I think, Russell, you need to take this in depth in your morning teachings as well because that's what the Lord tells me. I can only teach the talk part of it, but you can go deeper and give this, you know. Imagine... If that person who comes up late in the night, if somebody had to come to your house, Russell, and wakes you and says, give me food, you say, oh, go from here, I'm sleeping. Think if that person keeps on knocking, knocking, knocking. If you understand it properly, what Jesus says, you will get up and say, boss, take not only food, take tomorrow's food also, but please leave me, let me go to sleep. Is that correct or not? Yes, it is. That's what we expect us to do. Hold fast to our confession of the scripture. The scripture is alive. It depends on how we hold fast to it. Even if the devil says, no, nothing is going to happen. Wrong, but I have said it. God has acknowledged it. It's done. Who are you to tell me? I have paid it with the scripture. It is an answered prayer, period. I thank you, Father. 
and thank you jesus thank you holy spirit because what i have spoken is an answer yes let's read 1821 death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruit so the tongue is either going to produce death in our lives if we make a wrong confession or life if we make a right confession whatever we say with our tongue we will eat the fruit of it in the words of jesus okay and again jesus also says this again let's let's go to matthew 12 verse 36 to 37 the same any is beats it i'm going very deep into the word let's hold fast to our confession so that our prayer life changes every friday you come here i believe that the holy spirit has brought you here it's not by chance it's by choice you come here when you start living life like this people are going to ask you where do you get this spiritual mind and i would say it's not from the brisbane prayer group it is because the lord loves you and he loves us that he allows this to happen and i would share that the relationship with god through the holy spirit is going to be so powerful that tomorrow and today and every day you'll start listening to his voice and start obeying what he tells you there are so many people who give testimonies of what's happening if you're going through a trouble patch hold fast to your confession the holy spirit will take those very words and those words are required he needs faith we you know when i was telling russell the other day when i was praying one day god says i can't move without you giving me permission to isn't this we shared this yes we did and and god says i can't do anything unless and until you pray heaven does not move imagine prayer is such a powerful weapon given to us praise and worship when you're praising god and praying there is so much of power this is apart from just reading god's word which is very important and which russell clearly said and taught us that there is no you know no negotiation on time you see it's not negotiable if you have a particular time for prayer that's your time for prayer if it's a time for the word of god it's a time for word of god and that's your relationship with god himself amen so let's read this amen. now verse 20 36 and 37 but i tell you that every careless word that people speak they shall give an accounting for it in the day of judgment for by your words you will be justified and by your words you will be condemned now we have, we often hear many even uh, let's not go to non believers or people who are not saved we're talking about us me you and including me okay many a times we say things that we don't mean okay drussel do we say this yes and many times then to cover it up we say oh really i really never meant it actually i really never meant it but what jesus says that every careless word that we speak that you have to give an account for it on the day of judgment okay the excuse that you didn't mean it simply will not work you says no but really i jesus i really never meant it i actually never meant it i just said it okay you may use something like you are you know saying something bad about someone or gossiping about somebody say lord but i really never meant it you know i love the lord jesus i love him very much you know but i really never meant it will that excuse hold fast <coughs> you know you have no you have no excuse because the lord says by your very words you are going to be judged so please remember one thing every word has power 
so do not use careless words and if you have used and i have used we have to say sorry come back in the house it's as simple as that i'm going to show and teach on grace after this and you'll realize how powerful it is okay so we have two alternatives in our relationship to christ and to the scripture to confess or deny jesus says again let's take matthew again uh, chapter 10 was 32 to 33 look at the depth on confession itself how much depth therefore everyone who confesses me before men i will also confess him before my father who is in heaven but whoever denies me before men i will also deny him before my father who is in heaven okay so this is our response as a high priest that there is no third alternative in spiritual matters in the long run there is no neutrality jesus says he who is not with me is against me and it must either be a right confession to salvation or a wrong confession you can't have both the confessions okay and say it it is working okay so it's very important that we hold fast to our confession and that's very important uh is that clear rasul yes so that is what it mentions let's let's go further to understand this so as i shared again that a confession either has to be a right confession or the wrong confession whichever wrong confession we make we, every time we make a wrong confession the holy spirit will tell us it's a wrong confession immediately we come back into the house and say lord i'm sorry i made a wrong confession please forgive me i break every curse that i have made on myself okay many times we don't realize there are self curses that you put on ourselves do you agree russell that we can put curses on ourselves yes by careless words <clears throat> yes some people will say look i will never live i'm going to die okay 100% i'm going to die now if this person says that and believes in his heart that he is going to die you know within whatever time he mentions or whatever he speaks what will happen he has given the word power and he has allowed that word to work in his life within some few weeks the person dies and then oh my god how can it be possible how how is it possible we don't realize that the confession we make can either make us or break us and if we make a wrong confession we use galatians 3:13 to break the curse we put on our life many times we use these words all the time not realizing that there is power in them that's why it says life and death and the power of our tongue he who speaks it will love the fruit i mean eat the fruit of it okay whatever he he will eat the fruit of it whatever we say with our tongue we will eat the fruit of it so let's realize one thing jesus christ is the high priest of our confession every time we speak the word that word has power it will go and complete the work which sent now when you pray stand fast to your confession hold fast to the scripture if the word says by the stripes and wounds of jesus you are healed then you are healed if you believe in your heart and holy spirit says you are healed you will hold fast to your confession every day because things will change maybe the first five days nothing will happen but the 6 7 8 9 day things will start moving i will only share one thing with you holy spirit is a partner whenever i pray for people in tongues okay i always ask them to move their tongue the moment i move their tongue i say holy spirit go take them immediately and immediately he goes and the person gets the gift of tongues now healing miracles all this happens because you partner with the holy spirit 
it's not possible you sit there and say please fall on me you know everything will fall it will come you have to make a you have to move in faith you have to take the first step in faith and then things move so let's go now to the last uh, the step 4 that's the second part of our teaching today let us draw near to the throne of grace okay this fourth step is also found in the fourth chapter of hebrews so let's do that take me to hebrews 4:16 Therefore let us draw near with confidence to the throne of grace so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need See I believe this fourth step is directly related to the first three steps there's a great significance in the sequence if you look at that look at the sequence at which we have gone in order to be able to draw near with confidence to the throne of grace we need to make sure that we have understood and taken the first three steps okay let's look at the first three steps the first one we mentioned or the very very critical we are going in this order first one says let us fear we must come with an attitude of reverence and awareness of our need of god's grace is that clear the second one said let us be diligent this is our response to god's grace we are not to be slack lazy indifferent or we should see that god's grace is no excuse for our indifference or presumption but rather it provokes us to be diligent so we know that god's grace has come and it's come not it's come at a price jesus had to pay the price on the cross the third step was that let us hold fast our confession we must have the right confession we must say the right things with our mouth about jesus and what he has done for us if we are going to be able to approach the throne of grace with confidence uh in regard to our approaching the throne of grace we are also told that we come for the first two things that is mercy and grace now if god invites us in his word to come to him for something and if we meet the conditions which i we have briefly outlined we can count on the result is this clear russell and we understood this yes i was just sharing the same thing if god invites us in his word god has said that this is my spoken word i have spoken it and it will come to pass all we have to understand is if this word has a condition like mark 1124 had a condition in 25 it says you need to forgive because if you don't forgive that 24 does not apply but if you have forgiven then 24 is a completed condition then your prayer is answered now you need to hold fast to that very confession if god says that there is mercy and grace waiting for us then i believe we can count on receiving mercy and grace we never need to be disappointed because god would never give us an invitation he would not stand behind okay so many of the promises and invitations in the bible are conditional <clears throat> god says if you do this then i will do that what is god trying to say here is that if you will approach my throne having met the conditions and if you will acknowledge your need of my mercy and my grace then you can count on it and i will make my mercy and my grace available to you now we don't we don't need to be in any doubt about that god has clearly said that my mercy and grace is available to you now russell i understand one thing if have you understand the depth of god's mercy we fully do not understand that much yet i mean this has been one area of my life where i am still baffling to understand 
that when God chose Jonah to go to the people of Nineveh, He was supposed to destroy Nineveh. It does no yes. question. He was destroying Nineveh, but He still, out of His mercy, asked you know, out of His mercy, He asked Jonah to go there and preach there. He said Nineveh will be destroyed. Now the people repented. They took the corresponding action by repenting in sackcloth and ashes. But what did God do? Did He destroy Nineveh? No, He didn't. Now the point here is that if we in our lives do something wrong, we all do it. But if we turn back, Psalm 51 is beautiful, okay? This, this entire psalm is the psalm which David used when he sinned with Bathsheba. And God not only forgave him, restored him back again. Things will change in our life when we understand if we are in sin and we want to change our life. I think Psalm 51 is truly a life-changing psalm. You can see David pouring out his heart and asking for God's mercy and his grace. So his mercy and his grace are freely available to us. And he loves us more than anything. That's why he's so merciful. When we say sorry, he takes us back in the house. So many times if you do a mistake, just go back and say, I'm sorry and come back in. So this is what scripture says. Let us draw near with confidence to the throne of grace. If we come as God's children, we are not coming as beggars. We have not been invited. We have been invited. God has no second class children. Do you agree, Rasul? We are not second class. Or beggars that we keep begging, God, please, God, please, God, please. Yeah. Yeah. So he does not hold us at a distance if we meet the conditions for approach. Okay. It's very important that we come with confidence. That is the boldness that we take, which is faith in action. Now, if Russell taught this also in the morning. If you are praying for the rain, should we carry the umbrella to the church? We absolutely should. It's as simple as that. Because you know, when you are praying for rain, God is going to send the rain. So you better carry an umbrella, you'll get wet. This is how you move in action. Now, if you say, by the stripes and wounds of Jesus, I am healed, then the healing will take place. Now, if you pray for a job, okay, if you are praying for a job, then you go out and start sending CVs. You agree or not? Yes. You start applying for jobs because now the Holy Spirit will take over because you have already said, Lord, thank you for the job. You put the CVs across. You got to take that corresponding action to move in that direction of getting the job. Because now God will bless you because you're partnered with him. You have to move. Faith is moving in action or taking the corresponding action to the spoken word. Do you agree with me, Rasul? Yes. So if you don't have a corresponding action, then there is no faith. Faith means taking the action corresponding to our word. Okay. So it's important that we we come with confidence, which is faith in action, that faith will not be denied. It takes God. You take God at his word and believe that God is as good as his word. If his word says it, he does it. So we, we the faith will not be denied because we take God at his word. Now, we take people at word. Suppose you say, Russell, I'll come at 2 o'clock and I take you at your word. Means what? I believe that you'll come at 2 o'clock. Yes. I have believed you that you'll come at 2 o'clock because I've taken you at my word. Now, you're human. Okay, We are humans. But God says, if you take me at my word, then you will see things that you've never seen before. You will always see what you have spoken. will always happen. So, this is how we approach the, the throne. Okay. The whole understanding here is we approach with confidence, not as a beggar. All my life I've been begging, please, Lord, if you do this, I will put four candles. If you do this, I will do this. You know, I will ensure that I will not speak any bad words. 
if you do this this is how i had been praying when i understood romans 10 8 9 and 10 i realized my confession was not based on god's word my confession was based on my own understanding thinking that god is someone i can negotiate with if i do this you will do that but not understanding the conditions god gave me were very clear that if you meet them it's answered if you don't meet them it's not answered so if we meet the condition god has no choice of saying maybe i will choose or I'll, i'll decide he does not come back on his word if he has said it he does it and that's why we understand russell that my word goes above my names you know that right yes <clears throat> so that is how powerful god is at his word so come for mercy we are told to approach god's throne of grace to receive two things the mercy and grace which is involved in each of these two benefits the order is significant first thing we have to remember one thing first is mercy and then grace understand this because this is very very critical for people who want to get into the depth of this mercy essentially relates to the peop to people who have done wrong who cannot claim their rights those who are weak or unworthy therefore it's an attitude in the world today that that makes everybody want to claim their rights now everybody says it is my right it is my due to me okay if if something is due to you say it's my right i need to get possession of this because i own this or you will say why didn't i get that i ought to get this okay say suppose a parent dies or the the father dies the child will say no this belongs to me my right i also need to get my share is that clear as yes so that's the kind of attitude that you have because you are expecting it now with that prevailing attitude in mind it's it's often hard for people to see that they need mercy you know i thank god personally that since i come to know the lord there's one fact that i've got is i've never been in any doubt about that that i need god's mercy i'm clear about that no matter what situation i'm in i cannot trust in my rights they are not sufficient i need god's mercy one thing is clear that we all need god's mercy because he stands for us and he will give us what we need to get in our life okay <clears throat> so one thing uh, i just take one anecdote here from the teaching that i have today is about a real true person okay i'm also uh, in sales but this is another christian uh, who was once upon a traveling salesman he was driving rather recklessly and had received a lot of speeding tickets for exceeding the speeding limit and so on he had summoned to the sheriff's office i mean he had gone to the sheriff's office and he went there with a terrible feeling thinking that he was going to have his license suspended of course that would mean a, a lot for a sales person because obviously a sales person has to drive no license means no job because obviously you are driving so he prepared what was going what he was going to say so when he was summoned before the sheriff he he said sir i am not asking i you know i want you to use this as a prayer i use this as a prayer i saw an answered prayer today when i was preparing for this teaching so this is a prayer by itself and he said this and i would say this i said this to myself today when i was praying for a situation and i saw an answered prayer in this and i request you to use this as well sir i am not asking for justice i am asking for mercy and then the sheriff replied no one has ever said that to me before the sheriff was so taken aback although he gave him a severe warning he permitted him to retain his license those words you know really stuck with me today 
I think if we approach the Lord, it would be good for us to come with that attitude. Lord, I'm not asking for justice. I'm asking for mercy. When we come with this attitude, God will never withhold his mercy. The only reason why people do not receive mercy is that they fail to see the need of it. Many times we don't even realize that we need mercy. I'm just sharing this the way you could make this your answered prayer. Lord, I'm not asking for justice. I'm asking for mercy. So God's mercy is, you know, as fathomless. His mercy is so much, it's more greater than his, even his anger. Whenever he has got anger, the people of Nineveh is the best example. He could have destroyed them, but he had mercy on them because they truly repented. And you could make this your prayer. Lord, I'm not asking for justice. I'm asking for your mercy on this particular situation. Take that situation, whichever you are in, and see God's mercy coming. Now, we know the order. First is mercy, then comes grace. Okay, the second thing that we are told to come for is grace. Now, what is grace? Russell, you know that, right? What is grace? Grace is God's unmerited favor on us. So, yes, absolutely right. Grace is the free unmerited favor of God towards the undeserving and the ill-deserving like me and everybody or anyone. Okay. Let us use this one phrase called grace. The, the acronym of grace is God's riches at Christ's expense. Again, I'll repeat. Grace is God's riches at Christ's expense. G for God's, R for riches, A for at, C for Christ's expense. Someone had to pay the price for that grace to come on and Jesus was the one who paid for it. So that's why it's God's riches at Christ's expense. It is what God will freely do to us beyond what we deserve. One essential characteristic of grace is it cannot be deserved. Secondly, the grace of God is supernatural. It goes beyond all limits of our natural ability and it can never be exhausted. Now, can you take me to Hebrews 4.16 again? Therefore, let us draw near with confidence to the throne of grace so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. So what does it say there? It says, Hebrews 4, 16 says to come in time of need. So that's so important for us to see. Are you in a situation of need? Is your situation desperate? Don't let the devil fool you into thinking that it is too desperate or that it is too late to come or that there's nothing you can do about it. This is how the devil will tell us. There's nothing you can do about the situation. It's gone beyond you. It's finished. God specially invites you and me to come in time of need. So if your situation is desperate, let me remind this to you that you come to God's throne with confidence for these two benefits. First of all, come for mercy. Don't demand your rights, what you really deserve. You, you would not want. You just ask for mercy. Again, I say, first of all, come for mercy. Don't demand your rights. What you really deserve, you want not want. You would not want, but you just want to ask only for one thing, that is his mercy. Now, mercy, as we shared earlier, is that 
he's he when he's merciful the attitude we come with lord i'm not asking for justice i'm asking for your mercy because his mercy is fathomless and when we go through god for mercy he just melts and just gives us that very situation turns in our favor try this out this is i i used this today itself for a situation and i saw an answered prayer in this i use the same words lord i'm not asking for justice i'm asking for mercy secondly come for grace don't limit god to what he can do for you on your behalf and don't put off by the fact that your situation is desperate this is exactly the time to come when you are in a situation which is beyond you remember grace is that step you take hebrews 4:16 remember the scripture it says that you come there in time of need that's what the word says okay okay so this is what it says and finally remember that you are coming to the throne and on that throne is the king the king of the universe all authority and power in heaven and earth is in his hands so when we go there we approach with confidence and with total belief in our hearts that every prayer that we have is an answered prayer imagine if this teaching gets into our system and we understand that every spoken word as a believer will change because it changes in the rem i will continue holding fast to my confession okay that's what we held on at the start and secondly i've understood what is grace i've understood what is mercy and i've understood that first thing mercy comes before grace god is a merciful god when we understand that word there's too much of depth russell i would suggest that you have a teaching on mercy okay because i'm sure you can cover this in a bigger way uh in the morning praying in tongues because you know you could take it over yeah. i don't know how many sessions you would have on that but this mercy is a, a very deep thing i sometimes i'm i'm baffled by understanding why is god so merciful if we are so wicked he still so merciful and he still you know allows us to be blessed all the time and why does grace which is an unmerited favor which is something which we can't understand because of what christ did for us on the cross okay grace has come not by our you know by what we did but by what he did for us on that cross so you cannot say that i will earn grace grace comes as an unmerited favor as russell rightly pointed out so today as we conclude this teaching we are going to pray for one thing to which the lord wants me to have is the peace of mind now we know one thing and in, in uh, philippians 47 many of us can you take me there philippians 4647 peace is the biggest thing that the world needs today jesus says my peace i give to you look not on our sins but on the faith of your church this is when we understand and the peace of god which surpasses all understanding or comprehension will guard your hearts and your minds in christ jesus okay okay verse 6 also says be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your request be made to known to god today we pray in a special way for that peace of mind which the lord wants to give us i hope teachers hold on and russell can you repeat after me okay yeah now if you take the desire to take practical steps to overcome mental torment i know many of us are going through this if you are going through this let's hold on to this prayer now because all you want is peace of mind 
You said, just let me have peace of mind. There are fights all the time, fights after fights after fight. There's no peace. You wonder that you, are, you may have everything in the world, but there's no peace. Let's go to the Lord knowing that his grace is sufficient for us and he will turn things around, okay? So we'll make, we'll make a small prayer and believe in our hearts that God will hear us right now. Just repeat after me. Lord, Lord, I realize I realize that I can move from the mental torment that I can move from the mental torment I have been battling I have been battling into true peace of mind into true peace of mind I now take the steps I now take the steps to rebuke and resist to rebuke and resist the accusing voice the accusing voice of the enemy of the enemy i declare i declare that you are for me that you are for me oh god oh god i am justified by my faith in jesus christ i am justified by my faith in jesus christ giving me peace with you giving me peace with you i will renounce anxiety i will renounce anxiety i will pray first when the issue arises arises I will pray first when the issue arises. I will give thanks for all you have done for me. I will give thanks for all you have done for me. And I will focus my thoughts on what is good, true and pure. And I will focus my thoughts on what is good, true and pure. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For providing steps. For providing steps. From your word to me. From your word to me. To escape mental torment. To escape mental torment. And have true peace of mind. And have true peace of mind. I choose that peace today. I choose that peace today. And I boldly step into it by faith. And I boldly step into it by faith. In Jesus' name I pray. In Jesus' name I pray. And my prayer is answered. And my prayer is answered. Amen. Amen. Okay, guys, uh, thank you very much for this. Uh, I hope you really like this teaching. Uh, please share this with others, brothers and sisters in Christ. I mean, I've taken a lot of time to prepare for this, and I hope you like it. And there, there are the next parts also are very, very interesting because it's going to help us in our faith. And if your life is blessed, please share this on the WhatsApp group so people who are not attending, because of what you share on the WhatsApp, someone will definitely attend because they see your faith. I hope someone can stand up and say that, you know, the teaching is blessing them because there are others who are not joining our prayer. They're just being on our prayer group. But, you know, if your testimony stands there and say your life is changed, I'm sure they will join us. Please share this teaching with others. And please I invite you to come to the praying in tongues in the morning. Uh, God bless all of you. And please pray for me and Russell and the entire team that is there behind the Holy Spirit Brisbane prayer. Thank you, Brother Russell. Thank you, everyone. Good night and God bless.